0: In my sermon, I narrated a parable, a parable which very vividly highlighted the anguish, the hurt, and the anger felt by human beings who experience suffering, especially where they believe firmly that, that suffering is undeserved. And much of the suffering in the world is undeserved. The parable showed how the innocent victims sought to be revenged on God, whom they blamed for their plight. And those innocent victims, thousands of them, began to to make up a plan. A plan whereby God would become a human being, be forced to live a life which would contain a number of heartbreaks and which would end in a cruel, hurtful death. When the plan was complete and announced there was stunned silence. You will remember That suddenly the audience and those who had created the plan realized that God in Jesus had suffered every single hurt that they had included in their plan. The parable made clear that God's knowledge of innocent suffering was personal and firsthand. But of course when that parable was spoken about there was no answer to what they were proposing to do. The question which so often comes out of suffering was why, why me? and the point that i wanted to get across last week was this even if we were to be given an explanation for innocent suffering or suffering of any kind that would in fact do little or nothing to take away our heart and our pain and our thought that God wasn't as loving as we thought, our faith gets challenged. And as the hymn said, we are riddled with doubt. And what that parable showed was that human beings really want not an explanation but the power and the strength which could come to help us bear the burden and the pain and the hurt and the anger which erupts so often in our lives. The witness of men and women throughout history is that the power and strength is made available to us through Jesus and through the power of God as he enters into our life in the form of the Holy Spirit. And so the important question is not why suffering, but how do we lay hold on the power of God so that we may have life and have it in abundance? And already this morning, in so many different ways, the prayers and the hymns and even the first thought and what's been said in the last few moments, the answer is believe. The answer is to have faith and to hold on to that faith. We are asked We are asked to believe, to accept God's offer of spirit and we are asked to live, to live according to the will of God. If you think about it, not to believe, to keep the door between us and heaven and God locked and barred to reject in any way God's love, that in a sense we commit suicide to live. We need to be open to God, to accept the power that he would give us, and to have faith in all that he would do for us. I was reading the other day of a Russian railway worker who accidentally locked himself in a refrigerator carriage. He was unable to open the door. He was unable to break through the openings where there were windows. He was unable to attract the attention of his fellow workers who were outside the carriage. He felt his body becoming numb from the coldness of the carriage. He resigned himself to his fate And he scribbled his thoughts on the wall. And he wrote the following I am becoming colder. Colder now, he wrote. Nothing to do but wait. I am freezing to death," he wrote. Half asleep now, I can hardly write. These are my last words, and they were. When the doors of the refrigerator car were opened, he was found there lying on the floor. He was dead. And yet, the temperature within the car was in the region of 50 degrees. The freezing apparatus of the car was out of order and had not been working. There was no physical reason for him to die. There was ample warm air that he could live But he didn't. He died. He was the victim of his own belief. Don't be a victim of your unbelief. The message of history is believe and you will gain the power of God. Years ago, many years ago now, I read in Life and Work a statement about finding faith, about finding a belief in a loving, heavenly Father. That piece of the Life and Work has been in a readily available drawer in my desk ever since. It reads, Faith is not learned from books. But like Peter, by following Jesus into impossible situations, launching out into the deep at his command, walking into stormy waters of life, and finding his spirit works. Faith, faith is not learned sitting in an armchair but living on the knife edge between faith and folly between faith and doubt when life and death are at stake when only faith in God remains between you and disaster know with certainty that what you have believed of God of Jesus, of the Holy Spirit, is true. I cannot learn faith while at the same time surrounding myself with security. One does not discover God's power and at the same time live for one's own comfort. I cannot know or will not be able to know the strength of God's Spirit and at the same time attempt to achieve results using only my own intelligence and my own energy. I cannot know the strength of God's Spirit and at the same time Attempt to achieve results only using my own power. Important to know that without God, we can achieve little.